0: Greetings and salutations. Thank you for lending an ear to the voice of the Times for Wednesday, August 9, 2023. For today's editorial, Green Lane should not sacrifice standards for speed. During his second State of the Nation address last month, President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. announced that his administration had launched an investment Green Lane, intended to speed up the process of approvals for strategic investments, primarily those in renewable energy and in the mining of minerals such as copper and nickel. Any idea that helps to ease the difficult process of getting new and critically needed investments off the ground is welcome, but the government should realize that implementation of the green lane will require a great deal of follow-up work to make it effective. Executive Order EO, 18 signed by President Marcos on July 13 created the One Stop Action Center for Strategic Investments OSACSI, intended to be a single entry point for all projects that qualify as strategic investments. Per information from the Department of Trade and Industries Board of Investments, strategic investments include highly desirable projects recommended by the Fiscal Incentives Review Board to the Office of the President, foreign direct investments endorsed by the Interagency Investment Promotion Coordinating Committee, and priority projects included in the Investment Priority Plan, which is a part of the Philippine Development Plan 2023-2028. A bit of skepticism on the part of the public and investors is probably understandable, This is far from the first time an incumbent administration has tackled the country's chronic ease of doing business problem, and many of the previous and ultimately unsatisfactory solutions also involve the creation of some sort of one-stop shop. We are inclined to give the current attempt the benefit of the doubt. The officials to whom responsibility for making the green lane work ultimately falls are qualified and knowledgeable people who have the benefit of hindsight towards earlier efforts, there is no obvious reason anyone should expect the new initiative to fail. However, there are a couple of obvious pitfalls. Launching the OSAC SI is one thing, constantly monitoring its outputs and being alert to the possibility that fine-tuning along the way will be necessary is quite another. There are two big areas of concern. First, the OSAC SI and its green lane will only apply to investment intake processes at the level of the national government. As we have repeatedly highlighted, a common refrain among prospective investors, whether foreign or domestic, is that the biggest obstacles to completing permits and other requirements are found at the local rather than the national level. Inconsistent and changing rules, inefficiency, and, in some cases, petty corruption are constant complaints. Some local governments do strive to improve their processes and create a welcoming environment for investors, but unfortunately, these still seem to be the exception. That is one reason why so many economic zones, many of which in any other environment would be considered completely inappropriate, have been created across the country. It is a workaround, but one that ultimately limits the diffusion of investment benefits to local communities. The second area of concern is that streamlining project permitting processes will allow the launch of projects that are environmentally unsustainable or otherwise harmful to communities. The recent controversy over the large-scale reclamation projects in Manila Bay, about which serious questions have been raised, has perhaps highlighted the concern that the Green Lane will encourage sacrificing proper vetting of projects and their risks for speed. It is a concern that must be addressed, but the proper way to do that is not to discard the framework intended to facilitate investments but to apply the same thinking to improving processes such as environmental impact assessments. Consistency in carrying out processes, in regulation, and in enforcement of laws and guidelines that already exist should not be considered extraordinary, and shortcomings in performance in any agency should not be considered normal business. If that dysfunction were not already so commonplace, then creations such as the Green Lane would not be necessary, thus, perhaps the real objective of the government should be to ensure that it is the last by ensuring that all who might be concerned with it are doing their jobs and properly working together.